Welcome to Fortress of Faith with Tom Wallace, calling North America to repentance and revival. Well, welcome once again to the Corner of Truth and Courage. It's been 24 hours since we've been with you, and Tyler, we're back here ready to engage on the topic of victory over temptation. I'm glad that God has uh, given us the power to become overcomers, to tear down strongholds, Amen. as the Bible taught us there, as we talked about there yesterday in 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verses 3 and 4, that he's given us weapons. They're not carnal weapons. They're not the weapons of this world. They are spiritual weapons yeah. in dealing with a spiritual warfare. Last week we were talking about the wiles of the devil, and you know we were warned he's a roaring lion, and walking about seeking whom he may devour. I love what you said about what lions about roaring. It just Talk about that again, because not everyone heard last week's program, yeah. missed it there. It's a great week of shows, and you can go on our, on our website, fortressoffaith.com, yeah. and re-listen to our programs. You can go to Spotify. If you have Spotify, an account with Spotify, and it's in your car, you can listen to us on your time, <laughs> instead yeah. of you know trying to catch us uh, there, and you can catch all these shows that we've been talking about. But talk about the roaring of the lion, because I thought that was great. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, it was a study that was done about why why lions roar, and one of them was because they want to establish what their territory is. It's a territorial roar, right? So I'm assuming if another lion heard, I don't know about you, if I hear a lion roar, I'm going to let him have that territory, maybe walk the other direction a few feet, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so that's what they that's what they're doing, right? And so, but then we were thinking about, and we took into the, into account. So, what are some some modern territories that the devil uses today? And and not all of them are bad in and of itself, but I think cell phones are are you know because yeah. we talked about how Our you're devices. a click away from yeah. pornography or or television and the shows that we the thing you know the Bible says mine eye affecteth my heart yeah you know and so when you think about tele I watch television mm-hmm. but when you think about television sometimes we don't really want to believe that truth right but the devil yeah. has a bit of territory there he he works in some of those things that's why I like things like VidAngel mm-hmm. uh, that helps us to filter out some of that stuff there. There are protections that we can put uh, on our internet covenant eyes. You know, you're not going to places on the internet that you shouldn't be. And so let, let me read this verse also in Psalms chapter 8. Yeah. Because it mentions to us there <clears throat> about what God desires for us. In verse number 5, and has crowned him with glory and honor. God desired for, and God designed us. We're made in his image. And once we become children of God, believers of God, and now followers of God, God wants us to be victorious, to be crowned like a king. You know, a checker. You ever played checkers? Not uh, much. Not much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, chess and checkers, and, uh, you know, you got an opponent and stuff there, but on every checker piece is a crown. Yeah. And the goal of the checker is to get to the other side, and once it does, it gets crowned, and now it can do extra powerful things. And it's been designed to be crowned. Yeah. You've been designed to be crowned. Look at this, verse number six. And has made him to have dominion mm-hmm. over the works of of thine hands. So God created this world. This is the works of God's hands. God designed for us to rule and reign with victory. This is our dominion. This mm-hmm. is God's dominion and we're to be and that put all things under his feet. You know, we we're to have victory in our life. Amen. And so the devil wants to roar and say he's got you know, this is his domain. No, this is God's domain. Yeah. And we're not the weak party here. Yeah. But we live it that way. We live with impotence rather than being potent 
and with strength and power and to become overcomers. Anyhow, get off my rant. No, that's, that's good. <laughs> Actually, as you were talking about that, I was just thinking to myself, how blessed are we that we have God's Word? What would we Amen. do with temptation or these different things if we didn't have the answers in that black book that we read hopefully every day of our lives, right? And, and you know, what's important here is that sometimes we hear, maybe you're on the radio and you're listening, you know, you're sitting in your car and you're listening to your radio and listening to us here, and you hear stuff like that. And you're going to say, well, that sounds great for some people. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe some people find <clears throat> that, you know, that works for them. But that's not me. Yeah. That's not my life. I'm struggling with sin. And I, I'm, you know, it's destroying my marriage. It's destroying my family. It's destroying my faith. I need help. I need practical things. Yeah. And that's what we're trying to do this week is... Um, is to unpack some practical steps. Yesterday you talked about when that temptation, when that thought, when it's just a little seed of, of a thought that pops into our mind, mm-hmm. and you talk about the three C's. We talked pretty much yesterday about the first C, casting it down and, um, and replacing it with something else and you know, re- removing it. These are the spiritual tools that God has given us. Yeah. And uh, what's the verse that we use there in 2 Corinthians on that? 2 Corinthians yeah. chapter 10. 2 Corinthians chapter 10. It starts by saying, For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Casting down imaginations, that's where the first seed came that we talked about yesterday came from, and every high thing that exalteth itself against the knowledge of God, and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ, that's what we're going to talk about today, and having a readiness to revenge all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. Um, do you want me to go into yep. the second C? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, so, and, and I hate to do this, but you said something that made me think of something else in the Bible. Okay, now think about this. Um, sometimes we get scared of falling or the temptation or whatever that case may be and you spark this thought in my mind Second Timothy 1 7 for God hath not given us a spirit of fear yeah, but of power and of love and of a sound mind fear is not of God God doesn't want us to be scared and that's why he has God's word to, te- to show us these things and that we're not supposed to be the devil wants to think make us think we're losers yeah we're not victorious we're not overcomers he wants us defeated he wants us to live that way yeah. God doesn't want us to live that way. Amen. Amen. Very good. So um, <clears throat> so how do I get victory over temptation? Well, yesterday first we talked about the very first C, which is casting down that imagination. Real, real quick, the initial thought of temptation comes into your mind. Do not meditate on that thought. Cast that thought down. Supplant it with uh, something else, right? A, a godly thing. Not football, but a godly thing. I said football, <laughs> and you went uh, more spiritual there, which I thought was probably a better idea. Uh, but uh, so, that, so that was the first C there, casting down the imaginations. That temptation is going to come. Do not allow it to be a thought that, that stays prevalent in your mind. And then the second thing <clears throat> is to capture the thought. This is the second C, which is mentioned in that scripture there. So what does that mean? Once you have successfully casted down the imagination <coughs> excuse me bring your thoughts captive by determining where the sinful imagination came from now this is very 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 important i want to use an example of something that i believe is a temptation sometimes people don't correlate the two together 
but I struggle with anger sometimes, just being transparent with you here. I know you never do, but I do, all right? <laughs> and so uh, I've struggled with tempt the temptation of anger often. And here's what happens with anger. We deceive ourselves. We, we believe many times that anger is a product of the circumstance or the people around us that have done some sort of action that we feel like has wronged us. O honestly, many times, we'll, we'll do a deeper study in this a different week, but anger often is a product of a, a wrong expectation set upon someone, right? And so, uh, so you cast down that imagination, but just like with anger, you're not looking at all the, the, the external things that that had something to do with you being angry or whatever that temptation is but instead you're a self-examiner what is it that why is it that i just got angry is, is it does it have to do with where i am or who i'm with or what time of day it is or all those different things and we mentioned last week i'm going to mention it again a trigger list it's a it's a it's a awesome thing you get you a little you got phones today so most people will do this on phones but but at the Victory Ranch, we, they couldn't have phones, right? So they have those little legal pads that you stick in your back pocket. If you're old school, you might still do that. you got a pen. you got a little legal pad that, that fits in the back of your jean pocket. And every time you have a, 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 tempt, a temptation thought or whatever you come into your mind, you write down the date, you write down what time of day it is, where you're at, who you're with, everything. You basically make a record. Excuse me. You make a record of of what's happening at that moment. You're examining the situation and the time in which you are tempted, okay? Mm -hmm. Now, the Bible, if you read the Bible and you pay attention to it, man, there's many things in the Bible that talk about us examining ourselves. We spend so much time trying to point our fingers at everybody else who do things wrong, right? That's nowhere in God's Word. I mean, I, when I read God's Word, it's, it's always dealing with me and my heart. You know, it's not, nowhere in the Bible does it tell me to go around and correct everybody else, right? That's not, that's not why we struggle with anger. That's not why we struggle with temptation. That's not how we're going to get victory over it. You, by the way, you're never going to change everybody else. Have you ever noticed that? Yeah. No matter how much you love them or how much you do all those different things, but you can dictate how you deal with things. And when you have a temptation that comes up in your life, you need to start looking at you. What is it that I need to do differently that will keep me from struggling with that temptation? You know, it's easy for us to see other people's faults, you know, and we want to get in their lane and try to correct them. Yeah. When we've got really a lot of problems ourselves. You know, the Bible deals with the hypocrisy. Don't go correcting someone with a little, you know, speck in their eye when you got a big moat, big, uh, yeah. you know, beam, two by four, four by four coming out of your eyeball there, stay in your lane. I remember my wife playing, uh, when we worked with uh, teenagers when, we, when I was a youth pastor, and she loves playing volleyball. And we get out and play volleyball with the kids there mm -hmm. and stuff. But she always hated it when, it, you know, this, you know, strapping, sporty fella thought that, Oh well, let me help this little girl out, and I'll I'll hit the ball for her because she's not, you know, she's she's a girl. She's not going to do right there. Just just you know. just say it's me. That's no no strapping. no. That is never you, but people are strapping. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just call it what it is. So you know how it is. They, they kind of come in your your area and yeah. try to do your job for you and yeah. stuff there, and uh, stop worrying about other people's sins. You know, you need to you need to look at your within cap. Mm -hmm. You know, we're talking about captivating. Dealing with your stuff, you know, and um, and so, yeah, c carry on with that there, because I think sometimes we get caught up with other people's issues yeah. and comparing. It's, it's, it's just, I've never had God really, I mean, God, there, there's been times in my life, the Bible says faithful are the wounds of a friend. So there's been times in my life where God has very clearly 
told me to go talk to somebody about something that they're struggling with and their sin. Mm -hmm. Okay, but but what what we're talking about here is more of a prideful thing. It's more of a, you know, anger is the the Bible. What, what's that verse? How does that verse go? Uh, something about where there's contention, there's pride. Right? I can't think of exactly how that verse is worded. I'm para I'm paraphrasing that there. I wish I had that uh, right now. But but the thing about it is is we we just have to just like the verse that you mentioned. Stop focusing on other people. Look at yourself, right? Well, why is this temptation coming up in my life? And that trigger list is going to help you. You make a trigger list. You write down all these different events, maybe over two or three different weeks. And then you look at it and you start to analyze it. it, it is the temptation that you have over and over again always at a certain time of day? Is it, is it because of, you know, for me it was often I was driving down a road from work and I would see a billboard of a cold Bud Light beer, you know. And so I would see that billboard and it would spark that thought in my mind of having, you know, having a beer on a hot day or whatever the case may be. There's reasons why they spend thousands of dollars to put that stuff up there mm -hmm. or uh, on the TV and stuff. And at certain times of the day, you watch it, um, you know, around lunchtime, they're putting the burger, juicy burger and all that kind yeah. of stuff there, temptation and stuff there. So number one, what's the first C? The first C is cast down. Cast down that imagination. Don't meditate on the initial thought of sin yeah. that goes into your head. Yeah, try to... Uh, uh, Exit it out of your mind. Jettison, get it, get it gone, and replace it with something else, and and uh, get your mind focused on something else. Number two. And number two is to capture the thought, but but what it really means is examine yourself. Why, why is it that I this temptation has become, yeah, you know, prevalent? And again, you know, you want to be in control instead of it controlling you. Mm -hmm. Well, we're going to have to stop there, Tyler. Great, and uh, we'll pick up more on this in tomorrow's show hope you'll join us again in about 24 hours at the corner of truth and courage and thank you for your support if you have a comment to share with us uh, you can give us a call 800-616-0082 800-616-0082 and select option two and leave us your comments or you can do that online at fortressoffaith.com join us again tomorrow at the corner of truth and courage god bless you